Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Joni Dolly about her wedding at Walt Disney World. I thought you guys would be interested to hear about how she planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Joni. How are you doing, Carrie? I'm great. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Thank you for having me. So I would love to know how you and your fiance decided that you wanted to have your wedding at Disney. (laughs) It's crazy because when I first started thinking about my wedding a hundred years ago as a child, (laughs) um, (laughs) I always knew I wanted to be married at Disney I had no idea how it could happen I had no clue when I got engaged to Robert I was just looking up things online and I saw that the Disney fairytale weddings had their website and I ended up looking up stuff on Facebook because I was originally part of like a Long Island bride group and I thought like maybe like it'd be easier for everyone to go to a wedding on Long Island and everything And I saw how it's possible from the Disney Bride Facebook page, how Disney weddings can happen. And at that time they had the packages and I was planning on doing an escape wedding. So when I saw that that phased out after I decided to really initially plan my Disney wedding, I saw like how much easier it was. And especially when I looked at your book, I saw how much easier it would be to plan my Disney wedding. And I eventually convinced Robert to do it when my family and I went on a trip we kind of wandered along the Grand Floridian property from Polly we walked on the beach and we ended up finding ourselves behind the wedding pavilion and it was open so we went in and I could not like I think I teared up so bad and my mom was like you're you're gonna have your wedding there and I was like just so emotional Ah. So then it sounds like your friends and family were not at all surprised about the choice of venue. How about his friends and family? I think his friends and family were, they they weren't surprised because I knew how much I love Disney. Like I broadcast my love for Disney. (laughs) His friends and family were just happy to be there for him. Like really, my immediate family, I got a lot of, you know, of course, like you're Disney really like we would have thought nothing less, but some people thought I was going to get married out where I live. And because there's so many, there's like hundreds of wedding venues out here where I, around where I live and like not even a few hours away. But I was just so adamant about being a Disney bride and explaining to everyone that we didn't want a Disney themed wedding. Everyone was like, why don't you just do a Disney themed wedding? I said, no, I want my wedding in Disney. I want Cinderella Castle backdrop just the Disney music and the atmosphere and just the feeling of being in the magic. That's wonderful. Now, how many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? I think I invited about 25 outside of my household, which means like about like 29 were supposed to be there. 
and almost everyone said yes. Whoever said no, we were able to like wiggle some people that really wanted to come, but we weren't sure if they wanted to go. I see. Okay. And did COVID affect that at all? Like, did you have to push back your original date or anything like that? We pushed back our date for like several reasons. First, we wanted to get married October 2020. And someone talked me out of it because of hurricane season. And then our next date was supposed to be February of 2021. But what happened with February 2021, while me and Robert were on a trip, in Florida, actually, we went to Disney just to check out the venues and everything. We were hearing on the news about all the possible shutdowns and stuff for COVID. And his school, his where he works, actually shut down for the rest of the year in March. And when we were planning to go, we were originally planning the trip in April to go back there and eventually have our, our wedding, like have our wedding for Disney like the following year. And then it was like, maybe we should give it some time because at that time, my parents were going to pay for the wedding and their income went down tremendously because they have a daycare and parents were not bringing their kids to daycare because of the pandemic. And then we were like, it's just Rob's income because I'm in school and I don't really (laughs) make anything. So it was, it was just impossible. So we ended up, you know, just giving it a couple of months so we could really like budget and plan everything. Okay, got it. So you ended up in April of 2021. Yes. And did you set up a room block for your guests? No, we did not because I made a Facebook page for my wedding and I was giving people ideas of where they would like to stay before I set up a room block and I got nothing. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, you know what? I'm not getting stuck with the bill for a room block, you know, and people eventually, they were able to find some rooms through the um, Disney Good Neighbor Resorts and, and just in the Orlando area. I just told them, please just make time, you know, be on time. Just if you need help, text me or text my mom or something. Just let us know where you are. And did it work out? Did everybody make it to the ceremony on time? <laughs> well, there were, I think, two of my guests who were a little late and I was so I was just so like energetic and I was just like let's get the party started and then our planner comes in the room and it's like um two of your guests aren't here should we wait for them and I'm like how are they not here like I think they were staying at like I don't remember where they were staying but they were just like five minutes away so I really had no idea how they could have been late but like literally it was as they were starting the ceremony they had to I think ask my family for permission to let them in (laughs) I'm like wow like this is a smooth operation they're not playing here (laughs) okay so how did you choose the day of the week and time of day for your event When I originally wanted to have a reception, I would have had a brunch reception. I wanted to do a morning ceremony because it was cheaper for the brunch reception. But when I noticed that I was not having a reception anymore, I was just having a celebration, I thought it'd be better to, you know, do a ceremony at 2.30 because then it's early getting ready for my bridesmaids. We got ready like 8, but it wouldn't be so early where they'd be mad at me or my family would be mad at me. (laughs) 
and I was I was in a very good mood. Like I wasn't tired. I actually got up really really early because I was just so excited. So I think two thirty was really well. If the reception fees and everything and the dinner, and you don't have to worry about paying the minimum for the dinner or the lunch or the breakfast. And so, how did you pick the day of the week? Oh, the day of the week was definitely because of the price. It was a Tuesday, so the minimum for the wedding pavilion was ten thousand, and I thought. I really wanted the wedding pavilion and I couldn't convince my family to pay any more than 10000 for the ceremony itself because it was like, I think 5000 to just have the pavilion and 10000 as the minimum for the whole event. Right. I ended up going over, but they understood, you know, but because it's something like that they, they've known I wanted for a very long time. But I think like the minimum of 10000 was just fine for everyone. We agreed on it and everything. At first, I wanted Epcot in the France Pavilion. <laughs> but that ceremony is at the crack of dawn at 6 o'clock in the morning. And we were like, yeah, no, we're not doing that. <laughs> Even though it's beautiful. It's so beautiful. And I cannot get over the fact that it was just so early. Me and Robert are already very early people, especially when I'm at Disney, I'm very early. But I couldn't explain that to my family and friends why they have to get up so early for a ceremony. <laughs> okay, so then the wedding pavilion, you knew that it was what you wanted because you had seen it in person? Or how did you choose that? I chose the wedding pavilion. One reason why was because Whenever the boats would go by and the monorail would go by, the parks and stuff, they would announce it, Disney's Wedding Pavilion. I'm like, ooh, I'm getting married there. <laughs> and everyone's looking at me like, you're not even engaged at that point. I wasn't even engaged. And they, they were like, what are you talking about? And then I was finally engaged. I'm like, I'm definitely getting married there. And then we wander by it. Like I said, like I we wandered by it like by accident, literally. Like we were just walking on Polly. And we're like, we can walk further? And I was like, let's just go further. And I see the, you know, the stepping stones with all the different couples' names on them. And then we see the pavilion, we see Franks, and I'm like, whoa, okay, I definitely <laughs> need to get married here. And I FaceTime Rob. I don't remember if he was at work or not. All I remember was like, I had to show him that. And at first he wasn't answering the phone and I got nervous. Because I didn't know if I was going to wander by there again. I eventually did, though. But he answered. And I was like, I was like, Robert, we're getting married here. And he just got so excited. And oh. he was like, we have to plan a trip to see it, like, together. <laughs> That's wonderful. And for Sago K, at one point, I've been to the Grand Floridian property several times. Like, not staying, but, like, for some reason, like, I always just like going there because Gasparillo's is one of my favorite quick service at the resorts and like we just kind of just always would go there just as to wander and stuff and we always say we're gonna rent the boats but I'm terrified of boats so I don't know why I ever said that like <laughs> I don't like being like <laughs> I don't like being on boats like in the middle of water especially no life jackets or anything like that absolutely not so I always like always just wonder like how I'd be like you seem like just have like it was a nice spot like I at first I had no idea that you can have an event there because I would notice a lot of people going in and out of that area. But when they brought it up, I had to see pictures because I was like, how? Like, how would you do it? And then I was like, you know what? That's literally like the best little backdrop ever. You have the Cinderella's castle in the back, the monorail going back and forth. 
Robert, for some reason, before we went to Disney World for the first time together, was obsessed with the monorail. I had the chance to buy him a monorail set, like the real working ones from the Disney World. Disney World, for some reason, it's not available now. <laughs> but he's like, that's like one thing. I don't care if it's not all glitz and glam. If the castle's in the backdrop and the monorail's going back and forth, like that's just perfect. That's wonderful. Now, did you use any outside vendors for your event? Yes, we did a bunch of vendors. We had Christy Faye. She did my bouquet, my Mickey shaped bouquet. When I saw it, it was so huge. And like I never realized how big it really was in person <laughs> until like I had it. I took it out the box and I was like, whoa, like this thing is like my sister would laugh at me. This thing is bigger than your head. I'm like, my head's not that big. <laughs> And she did boutonnieres for the men. She did like a special one for Robert with a Mickey crystal on it. I had Jess Collins. She did my photography. And she was probably one of the most interactive, just personal photographers I've ever worked with because I did a little acting and modeling when I was in college and in high school. And I feel like she was really just personal, friendly. She was herself one point like she had to give me a phone call a few I was think it was like a couple of months before the wedding because like as you know like she's from Canada and Canada right now like they're not allowing much travel with people from like non-essential travel so she actually couldn't have her husband do my wedding he was supposed to do the video so she asked me she was like is there any other videographer I like that I would want her to work with and I told her flat out, like, cause, because she was just so honest with me. I told her, I trust you. Pick anyone. Just let me know who it is. I'm fine. <laughs> and she ended up going with Randy Chapman. And he did a phenomenal job at my wedding. Great. Now, how did you choose your officiant? Oh, that was easy. I had Catherine Imundi as my officiant. And she was just so, another one. She was very easy to talk to. She set up a video call with me and Robert and it's so crazy because that day was just a really crazy work day for me and Rob and I was just so stressed out but as soon as I heard her voice and she spoke about our wedding and what she would say at the wedding and everything I said if we don't book her I don't know like <laughs> we're lost <laughs> she's such a beautiful soul I could go on days about everyone that worked with us at the wedding that's wonderful did you add any entertainment to your celebration, like a musician or characters? We had a guitarist at the wedding, and he was, I didn't even catch the guitarist's name, but he was amazing. At one point, I was nervous because it was acoustic, so I did not think that everyone would be able to hear him. And then I noticed there were speakers and stuff, and he played... I told my planner, I just want him to play our father-daughter dance, our cake-cutting song, and our first dance. And then after that, he can play whatever he wants. <laughs> and I don't regret that because the last thing, like I, like, I know he's a professional. They told me that he will literally play anything. So I said, you know what? Just, like, give him a show. Let him play and everything. He ended up playing this one song. I had no idea who requested it. <laughs> and I was like, how? Like, I've never thought that that song could be played on the guitar at all. Like, it was beautiful. It really was. I was just so into the atmosphere and everything. And I just heard it. I was like, wait, 
what is what's happening right now. Do you have any menu items or cake flavors from your celebration that you would recommend? Yes, I do. We had, and this is this is a hit with the Zebras. I know the cheeseburger spring rolls. <laughs> I heard rumors that they get soggy. Those things do not get soggy. They are crispy from the moment they get on your plate until <laughs> you decide to eat them. They <laughs> like it's a burst in your mouth. It's just crazy delicious. At first, I was very nervous. Like you've seen, like how nervous I was about food. Like I went, I think I changed my menu like ten times. Hmm. I changed my menu so many times, and like the cheeseburger spirals were definitely a hit for with the wedding. I don't think anybody had anything to say about that. Like they, you were just like, how how is it possible to take a whole cheeseburger and wrap it in a spring roll? <laughs> and I don't I don't know. Like I that was like the first time I've been to Disney several times and I'd never catch the spring rolls. And I finally got to have one at my wedding and it was just amazing. And I'm very picky when it comes to it's weird. I'm very picky when it comes to food like that. Like I need to be able to see what's in it before I eat it. <laughs> And I was like, let's just go for it. I take a bite and my eyes just go like. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> like what else? There was another thing we had. The chicken dumplings. Those are really good. The ones that are from Animal Kingdom. Mm. Those are so good. And like, I didn't have the sauce because I told them that I can't eat tomatoes. But like everyone else who had the sauce, they kept coming to me talking about like, what is this called again? Where can I get it? <laughs> And like we had Mickey novelty bars and that one killed me. I did that bill on consumption. <laughs> it didn't kill me so bad, but I didn't realize that everyone, almost everyone wanted like more than one, but I wasn't really upset about it. <laughs> They're so portable. You can put one in your purse. <laughs> yeah. I was like, my uncle, my dad was telling me, my uncle was like, oh, I'm going to take one for me and one for my wife. I'm like, I was like, her, his wife went all the way over there though. Like, what is he doing? <laughs> it gets so hot. Like, that thing is gonna melt. Like, what do you? Do? And I think that it was so hot that day. So, like, I I understood. Like, you know, but I was just happy that everyone enjoyed it. Like, nobody mentioned not once. Like, what is this? A kids party? Like, they were just excited to see Mickey's face on an ice cream. <laughs> uh-huh. Like, they were just happy. My mom, she's um diabetic, so I requested the the sugar-free ice cream, the sugar-free fruit bars. And they gave her so many of them. Like, I was so excited to see that because my mom loves her sweets, but she also knows she has to control her sugar intake. So I was really happy that they were able to get that for her. That's wonderful. Do you have any cake flavors you'd recommend? Oh, yes. I had the um, cookies and cream filling and marble cake. And I was so upset because I was so into just the whole wedding that I didn't finish my cake. The only reason why I know what it tasted like was because we did the cake, you know, like the passing of the cake in the mouth after we cut it. And the cake was in front of me and I was trying to eat it. But then I'm just looking around, you know, to see if everyone's having a good time and if they're happy. (laughs) Everyone's telling me, oh, my goodness, this cake was delicious. And my sister, of course, she's like, that tastes exactly like the gray stuff. And like, I was just, that's what, that was my main concern. Like, does it taste like the gray stuff? Like, because like, I had some like a couple of days ago, I'd be our guest to Robert, but like, I was just very concerned if it did taste like it. And the second layer we had was the churro with the churro filling. We took that one home and I'm still eating it right now. Oh, it's so good. It tastes like Captain Crunch cereal. <laughs> it's 
so good. Even my sister was, she was so surprised because I don't know how they do it, but usually when you keep cake in the fridge for like about a week or so, it gets dry and the cake does not get dry. She was like, when is this cake going to dry out? I said, when we're done with it. So can you give my listeners a timeline of how your day ran? We had to get up around seven o'clock. Like I got up at like six thirty. I don't know why I did that. Because <laughs> we had to start our hair and makeup. Hair and makeup started at like eight thirty and since like we all had to like take turns and all that, it took until I believe Monica from the Bella Agency, she left at about twelve o'clock, I believe. So it was a long just hair and makeup session thing like we did. Because we had to like literally take turns. We, we, we luckily had a two bedroom lockout, which worked out. So we, we could do like two people instead of just one at a time. We just had one person in one room and the other person in the other room. Because that was one of the policies with um, COVID, how we couldn't have 100 people in the room. We had to have just one person in the stylist and we had to rotate. It was still better because we had the two rooms and we really weren't, you know, it was just me, my four bridesmaids and my mom so it wasn't like a hundred bridesmaids that needed to get done so that got done around like 12 and then we headed to the Grand Floridian lobby our transportation got there on time early that was one thing I was nervous about because I was like where is he coming to get us and we I clarified that with Celeste our planner about they picked they picked us up right there by our where we were staying at Saratoga Springs at 1 30 we met up with our photographer and our videographer, and we took pictures. The ceremony started at 2.30, and at 2.30, I, I was, like, literally jumping in my skin. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was, like, just, like, sitting in there because I had to sit with – I couldn't have my, my mom or anything, like, in the room. I just had my maid of honor, my, my younger sister with me. So, like, the whole bridal party had to sit inside the wedding pavilion – and they had to wait to be called out to line up. So that was about like 2.30. And then the ceremony didn't take too long. I think it was like 20, 25 minutes. And then we took more pictures at Pressure Point. And we took pictures at Sago Cay. Like we got there. I don't even remember what time we got there. I think it was like 3.30, I believe I got there. The guests got there around like 3. So they had like a whole half hour sitting waiting for us to get there and then it was done by 5 30 when they say it's done they they literally like get everyone out of there (laughs) (laughs) they're like all right guys bye (laughs) did you do anything with your guests later on in the evening no not really um i did do something with robert we went to um california grill because it was also his birthday So I was like, I didn't want to make it all about the wedding because like I didn't want him to like the shadow of fact that it was his birthday and everything. And he was going through the motions of his mom not being there. She had passed away hmm. a few years ago. So I just wanted to like make him comfortable and everything. And we did the dinner at California Grill. I was able to take him out to see the Cinderella Castle and that little sky deck that they have. And it was just like really, it was really nice. We bumped into a couple that was celebrating their anniversary. They were married for 25 years and they were giving us advice, marital advice. 
<laughs> it was so much fun. It's worth listening if it's been 25 years. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I was like, let me take notes. They were so nice, though. Like, they were like, wow, like, you guys just got married today. We've been married 25 years. And it seems like they went there a lot because the waiters and everything, like, just, like, knew them. Oh. Okay, so when you were planning, what were some of the most important aspects where you focused your attention or your budget? The most important aspect for me had to be my guest experience. And it took me a long time to try to be a little like selfish, I don't know, <laughs> and just think about think about myself and Robert a little. But then like when everything panned out, you know, like everyone was happy at the end of the day. Like everyone was trying to figure out if I was okay, if Rob was okay. And then it, it worked out really well. I was like, I feel like I was just a little like worried for like absolutely no reason because at the end of the day, like everybody that was there was there for us. That's right. Yeah. And then were there some aspects that were less important where you saved your money or your effort? Oh yeah. I don't know how many times I emailed Laura, our floral coordinator, to tell her that I wanted this and that and everything. And one part, I was like, you know what? No. I told her, I told her, X all of it out. We don't want any of it. The wedding pavilion is just so beautiful, like, without all the floral and everything. I think the last thing I sent her was the floating candles in the aisles. And then I was like, you know what? It's beautiful in there. That chandelier is a centerpiece itself. Right. And the carpet that's going down the aisle is just so beautiful. I was going to cover it with, I think it was like a thousand dollar like runner going down the aisle and pedals and everything. And I said, I have so much, like so many souvenirs from the wedding right now sitting on our dresser. I have the memories, the staff stuff. Like, I don't think it was would have been made, made a difference if we had a runner or anything like that. Like, we're getting married. We're going to be together. And at the end of the day, like, I feel like, you know, the memory is always going to be with us. So we X out all that stuff. And Robert, at one point, he was like, are you sure? Like, I know how much you, especially with the runners, he knew how much I wanted one. And I told him, I said, that's definitely something that, you know, at the end of the day, like, we didn't, we don't, we didn't really need it. And everyone keeps talking about how beautiful the wedding pavilion was. And they had no idea I was going to literally glam that thing out. (laughs) (laughs) that's funny so then what ended up being your favorite memory of your wedding day I keep going back to everyone like the people like my favorite thing was just seeing how happy everyone was for us and just like seeing how dedicated Disney really is when it comes to your wedding like I had a whole entourage I didn't think it was going to be like that. I thought it was just going to be my planner and her assistant. Like, it was literally, like, glam squad. Like, something, like, from, like, the time I stepped foot at the Grand Floridian um, lobby for our our photos to when we took our transportation to the wedding pavilion and someone greets us at the walkway bridge. And then when when the ceremony was over, like, someone was coming to me to talk because we did, like, a sandwich ceremony our unity ceremony and someone comes to me talking about do you want the plates and the cookie cutter and the sandwich and I'm like wait I didn't meet you yet who are you 
<laughs> it's like it's like somebody's always on something like there's no like stopping like someone's always asking you something where do you need this where do you need that are you okay I don't know how many people came to me and asked me if I was okay I'm like what is like what's happening <laughs> I was just so overwhelmed by how much support there was and I think that was definitely my favorite part that's wonderful did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected yeah, and I, I felt so bad because everyone was just so nice and I didn't really make a stink about anything really because I was just happy for everything. Like, But one thing that did happen was when we were at the Cake and Champagne celebration, I did mark that some of my guests didn't eat certain foods. Like my god sister didn't eat, she didn't eat meat, she only ate seafood and veggies. And I had put that on my list of things of like people with like food preferences and allergies. And she didn't get something for her to, you know, be able to sit down and really eat. So, but as soon as I addressed it to my planner's assistant, she was on it and they fixed it really quick. They got her um, the veggie spring rolls and they brought plates and plates of veggie spring rolls over and it was like it never like it never happened so like I didn't really want to make a big deal about it and my um my god sister really was not going to say anything to me but I feel like you know like that's something that I did address and I was told if I had someone with a food preference or an allergy I didn't have to plan a whole new menu like I just had to like let them know and they would have something for them but it worked out Yeah, it definitely worked out, and they were very apologetic about it, and I felt so bad because I was really not trying. (laughs) Like, I was so happy. Like, I walked around. I was walking on sunshine, like, like singing a happy song. I was really not trying to do anything, like, to upset anyone. One thing is, like, whenever I'm doing an event or whenever I'm anywhere, like a restaurant or anything, I don't try to make the people's job difficult by pointing out little things. That's great advice. Was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then it turned out not to be? Transportation. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know how many times like I'm gonna get that Rolls Royce, but then nobody's gonna see it. Why do I need a Rolls Royce? Because we didn't have an exit or anything or like no one really was able to see it. Because I thought a Rolls Royce was special because my parents had a Rolls Royce at their wedding 31 some odd years ago. And I was like, that's a cute thing like to have like that luxury car. But honestly, now that I think about it, my dress was huge. And I had no idea how I got in and out of that luxury van, the luxury van that we got. And squeezing into a limo was a big no <laughs> in that dress. <laughs> You know how, like, they direct traffic for, like, planes or, like, giant trucks? <laughs> they were, like, telling me, hun, back in, like, hold your dress. The driver was helping me literally get in. And then I just <laughs> fell into the back seat. Of the van. <laughs> like, there was no need for the luxury, anything luxury, limo, any, like, Rolls Royce Cadillac. I just needed to get myself from point A to point B. I was absolutely fine with the luxury vans. They were just, they were definitely cost, they definitely cost less than other um, forms of transportation. And I honestly, I was just, just happy to be there. And I was not concerned about that at all. 
and like I thought I needed to give my guests their transportation but my guests were just happy to drive themselves and they were able to park at the Grand Floridian to go to Saigo Cape Point it was just worked out really well yeah it's really convenient when everything's right there at the Grand Floridian yeah is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now I would have probably had an indoor celebration like I wanted to initially. I wanted to have my, when I had the idea for a reception, I wanted to do it at the attic. But the attic, for COVID purposes, I guess, they made the capacity much smaller. And surprisingly, I believe I would have only been able to have about, like, I think 10 or so guests there. I think the capacity was about like what 25 at that time when I was planning initially so like that was a bummer for me because I really wanted that venue and I would have probably chopped my guest list just a little to have it just to fit that capacity then with COVID and everything and social distancing it got cut like completely in half so I couldn't have that but I would have definitely did an indoor venue because I thought you know Disney in April wouldn't be so hot, but my mom did have a problem with the heat, and some of my older guests had an issue with the heat, but luckily they had, like, water and stuff, and they did let them know that if they were masked, they could walk around and, like, go under the shades of the trees and everything. Got it. Okay. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? I do. Definitely work with your planner. And if you're concerned about anything, do like address it and make sure that you look at that BEO and like with a fine tooth comb, look at the BEO, make sure everything on there is what you want because that's something like if it's not on the BEO, it's not going to happen. Right. If it's not there on the day of the wedding, that's what they use. Like literally my planner's assistant, she had my BEO and all the paper and all the notes in her hand at my rehearsal and at the wedding. And she made sure to check, double check it, triple check it with me at the rehearsal to make sure that's how the day is going to go. Like she, she made sure like, this is what this is. You guys are going to get picked up here. This is what's going to happen. This is your song. <laughs> like, is there anything I need to know before the wedding day? <laughs> that's great. Well, Joni, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in getting married at Walt Disney World, and I appreciate your taking the time. Oh, thank you for having me. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. In the meantime, send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show site, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at FairyTaleWeddingsGuide.com. 